My name's Dave Nordman, the executive editor of the Telegram Gazette, uh, joined on this uh, Thanksgiving edition of The Voice of Business by Tim Murray, the CEO and president of the Worcester Regional Chamber of Commerce. Welcome, Tim. Dave, good to be here and want to thank our, our friends at Fidelity Bank and Massport for uh, sponsoring The Voice of Business and uh, also for the Telegram for their assistance with our leadoff segment here. And uh, like a lot of people with its Thanksgiving Day week, you know, a lot of people trying to get a lot of, a lot of a whole worth a week's worth of work in in a couple of days here, so uh, we're no different at the chamber. Yeah, Thursday. I mean, uh, Thanksgiving comes on a Thursday, which means we try to cram it in on a Monday, Tuesday, half day, Wednesday, exactly. like we're on a school schedule. Tim, no, that's it. And uh, COVID nineteen makes it all <laughs> all the more interesting, but. You know, we uh, we are trying to get a lot in this week because uh, the following week we've got, you know, two really big events. And last week uh, we broke here on this segment of The Voice of Business that um, the chamber was going to be doing a, you know, public session uh, of sharing, you know, with the public and our members the results from the airport survey that we, survey that we conducted last September and October. And the good news is we had 1,300 people respond uh, half male, female, you know, good breakdown, cross-section of people. And um, we're going to, you know, br- br- uh, present the analysis of those results. Uh, we've also had a chance to brief uh, Congressman McGovern and Lieutenant Governor Polito, as well as the Massport leadership, who we worked with to uh, put the questions together. And Massport has done their analysis of, of it as well. Uh, they're going to be joining us for the event on December 12th at noon. It's going to be a virtual event, Chambers Business and Government Forum. And uh, Andy Davis, who's the Worcester Regional Airport Director and Massport employee, as well as uh, likely some members of the Massport team are going to join us as well for the Q&A period. Uh, David Sullivan, who's our Economic Development Fellow at the Chamber, will present. He'll answer questions. Uh, and then uh, Massport will be there as well. Yeah, and uh, another uh, another event uh, that I saw in the chamber cal- calendars. Obviously, excuse me, your um, <clears throat> your annual meeting. Um, you know, I think that's uh, December fourth. Yeah, so two big events uh, next week. Uh, the uh, chamber annual meeting is Friday, December fourth, also at noon. And Congressman Jim McGovern is going to be our keynoter. That, along with the Worcester Women's Leadership Conference, are two biggest events. Uh, you know, when we meet in person and. Will probably likely also be our, our biggest virtual events, and you know the airport survey go hand in hand with uh, Congressman McGovern. A big part of you know, his advocacy over the years as a member of the Congress has been, you know, t- supporting Worcester Airport, uh, whether it bring, bringing in uh, the Secretary of Transportation Ray LaHood, who then with Massport agreed to pay for the. Uh, uh, and Category 3 instrument landing system, which is, you know, the state-of-the-art landing system, uh, and working with the airline industry uh, as well. So uh, that is a, an event where with the new uh, administration coming into the White House, the Biden-Harris administration, clearly there's already conversations about a major infrastructure bill. Congressman Neal today talked about that to the New England Council. And um uh, a likely successor to the CARES Act, the HEROES Act, all of which impact businesses across the country and here locally. But infrastructure clearly can be an issue that, um, you know, is important to Massachusetts and, and projects across the state. So I'm uh, looking forward to an economic development address from, from the congressman. Yeah, and obviously, 
you know, um, you know, he's he's been an outspoken advocate of, of infrastructure and what it can mean, uh, not only nationally, but here locally. Um, and you would expect that, you know, he would build on that theme in, in, in a talk to the chamber. Yeah, that, that would be. And, you know, there's been some talk in Washington about earmarks coming back to Absolutely. the House and Senate. And quite frankly, I, I would suggest that those of the, the, the doing away of earmarks is perhaps created uh, contributed to maybe the more appropriate description, mm. contributed kind of to this divisiveness that we've seen. If, you know, you can't in the negotiations and horse trading, uh, you know, be able to address things that are important to people's district across party lines, it makes it even more difficult to get things done. So I'm hopeful that that, that comes back in, in some shape, manner, or form, because I think it'll help tone things down and calm things down and get people focused on passing bills that 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 uh, help you know the country and help different regions of the state. I mean, for years it was you know was well known and 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 didn't have to be said that infrastructure was one of those bipartisan things that would happen on a regular basis. And unfortunately, that has not happened in the country, and 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 regions uh, of the nation are falling behind because of it. Yeah, let's go back to the business and government forum. So, uh, somebody who logs onto the event, and obviously they can go to uh, uh, chamber uh, WorcesterChamber.org uh, to register for the event. Uh, what uh, take us sort of through the game plan of what uh, what those who tune in uh, can expect to hear? Well, David Sullivan, uh, as I mentioned, our economic development fellow, did a phenomenal job in really doing. Uh, a detailed analysis of the re- of the questions, responses to the questions, and the different categories how they've uh, fell in. So he'll be able to to take you know fifteen twenty minutes and walk people through that. Then uh, Dave, uh, then then Andrew Davis from the Worcester Regional Airport and Massport is going to talk about uh, Massport's uh, uh, analysis of the of the results, and and they can t- look at it in a different way than David's just reporting on the data and what people responded to. Uh, Andy Davis, working with the Massport team, can then say, okay, here's what it means in terms of when we think the airline industry will come back, both nationally and internationally. What does that mean for Worcester? Uh, What are the results that these locations mean? Parts of the survey will validate what was working. Uh, Some of it will provide or reinforce new opportunities of of where people want to see direct flights and and their experience in utilizing Worcester Airport. So there's a lot of good information in there that that one might consider new, but also some confirmatory information, which is positive. Uh, in terms of our efforts to bring airlines back. So, uh, Alex, I tried to get that of uh, this out of Alex a few weeks ago, but give us sort of a uh, like a sneak peek as to as to something maybe uh, something that you know uh, would be a, a talk about subject of as a result of the of the survey. Not to, not to give us the entire picture, but maybe something that people logging on would would probably hear. Well, yeah, I guess, you know, not surprisingly, you know, we know that uh, Florida has been a successful, successful, and uh, I don't think it's a stretch or, you know, that that was confirmed in this. Uh, there's some destinations that people would like to see, whether it be, you know, uh, uh, a, a city uh, in, 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 in Nevada uh, or, uh, you know, where does Washington, D.C. stand in this or the Windy City of Chicago, some interesting stuff out there. In terms of destinations that people, you know, would would, would want to see, and and in what form? 
Yeah, it's not just destinations, though, right, that was on the survey. The survey went into more depth about other things other than just where people like to travel to. Right. Connections, cost, convenience, uh, you know, whether, uh, you know, ideal, we all like a direct flight, but what airline, you know, what hubs, you know, people would desire to go to in terms of their ability to connect, not just, you know, domestically, but also internationally as well. And, and the big picture here is that the Worcester Regional Airport is an just a crucial part of the city and the region's economy. It is. Uh, Massport commissioned a study several years ago about the economic impact, which is significant. And think about, you know, pre-COVID, and it's going to take a while for whether it be a major airport like Logan or New York City's airports to, to, to get back to a normal. And that same way, the smaller markets like Worcester, it's going to take, you know, it could take a year or two for us yeah. to begin to get back. But, um, you know, I, I, do, I do think that many of the things that have driven and created the momentum in Central Mass will come back. And that is complementary to, to having an airline and an airport and airlines function flying out of that, that airport that uh, get people to where they want to go. Yeah, and you mentioned uh, in addition to the uh, into the forum in the chambers, um, you know, regional uh, the chambers annual uh, conference, uh, some other upcoming events as well. Yeah, then December December tenth, we have our breakfast club, which is one of our s- signature events that we do quarterly for a year, and virtual, of course, virtual, of course, right. at nine a.m. on on December tenth. And Carolyn Jackson, the president and CEO of St. Vincent Hospital major employer in, in the city, over 2,000 employees, a major taxpayer in the city of, of Worcester, and that is certainly relevant as tax classification vote uh, will be coming up uh, in, the, in the coming weeks, and uh, a, a provider of health care, a first-class provider of health care. And really, we are lucky and blessed in central Massachusetts to have a hospital like St. Vincent with national reach and scope and the UMass Memorial Healthcare System as well, which is uh, tied together with the uh, their aff- academic affiliation with UMass Medical School. So not only major employers and economic drivers, as re- recently written by Nick Katsopoulos in the Telegram, but uh, providers of first-class healthcare, which benefit the people of Central Mass. And again, all of this information is uh, is on the Chamber's website, uh, www.worcesterchamber.org. We've got the, the Business and Government Forum. <clears throat> uh, correct me on December second. December second at noon. Uh, we've yeah. got the uh, the annual meeting on December fourth. No, Friday, no, yeah. no, really time to waste there. And then we've got the uh, we've got the Power of Women event um, on December 9th, The Breakfast Club on December tenth. Uh, and then you go right into the uh, uh, your seminar series uh, on uh, how to capture the most powerful drug in uh, in the business, which is attention. And there's a networking event uh, down the road. Yeah, so yeah. lots going on in, yeah. in a short amount of time. Round out the year. Yeah, a little action packed uh, from the 2nd to the 10th, but uh, in terms of our, the size and scope of our events. But important and uh, <clears throat> look, you got to drive the opportunities when you have them. And, and that's what we're trying to do. Awesome. That is Tim Murray, President and CEO of the Worcester Regional Chamber of Commerce. Uh, Happy Thanksgiving to you and your family, Tim. You as well, Dave, and to all of our listeners. All right. We'll do it again next week.